I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, everybody? It is hump day. It is Wednesday here on the Southside Beat. Well, really, for the entire world, it's Wednesday, but also here on the Southside Beat. My name is Chris Halleck. Uh, Corey Christen, not here today. Most likely will not be on today. Um, he is over. He's not even on the Southside today. He is over at Acrisure Stadium covering Steelers practice. That's right. The Steelers did not practice on the Southside today. My microphone's turned around. Huh. Let's see if that works better. Um, the uh, yeah, Corey was over um, uh, at Acrisure Stadium where the Steelers were practicing uh, because the uh, fields on the south side were absolutely terrible. Um, yeah, William absent Corey, uh, working Corey, I, I should say. He's he's working. Uh, oh no, no, there we go. Swan's got it. It will be Stadium Corey. Um, yeah, so uh, he, he had a he had a. He had to take a shuttle over there, and so they've got a bunch of stuff going on uh, over there. And so I think Tomlin even spoke after practice. I just saw him send over an audio thing uh, in our company Slack channel and everything. So um, I, I, I don't know what all Tomlin said. Uh, I'm sure Corey will have everything uh, on the feed. So definitely check out the DK Pittsburgh Sports uh, app if you don't have it already. It's a free app. That's the best way to get everything. We are completely uh, filling that feed up with everything uh, pertaining to the Steelers and Bills game this weekend. Um, and obviously practice today uh, will be part of that, obviously. So, uh, yeah. Um, so you guys are the co-hosts today. Um, bring your questions, bring your comments. Uh, you know, I, I'm good with some rapid fire stuff. Uh, definitely wanted to bring up, uh, the big elephant in the room right now when it comes to this game, because we're talking, you know, there's a lot of talk about, oh, well, the Steelers, if they can run the football or if, you know, can they, can they uh, stop this bill's offense? So on and so forth. Uh, and Matt brings it up. This weather sucks. Uh, I'm not sure what all the weather is going on in, in the Pittsburgh area right now. I'm not there. Uh, it's actually a really sunny day here, but we've got our own uh, winter weather coming here in North Texas. Let me just, just so, so that people can understand that it actually does get cold in Texas. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, you know, give, you know, it's because I, I was under the same impression whenever I moved here. Uh, the forecast for Monday here, that's a high of 24 a low of 15, and then the next day, high of 29, a low of 11. 
It's actually a little bit better than it was a couple days ago. A couple days ago, those were those lows were in the single digits. So it will be cold here. And it feels even colder than it normally does because there's nothing to block wind here in North Texas. There are no hills. There are no tr- tall trees. It's flat land, much like the wind that the Steelers and Bills will be dealing with in Orchard Park, New York. And that stadium is a very low set bowl that there's nothing to block wind. So forecast for the game, obviously cold, obviously some snow in the, in the forecast, but 20 to 30 mile an hour winds that. Yeah, man, that, that is not ideal. And I, I I even looked it up just to kind of see, just to kind of see like, how like the wind, like, is it going to be like, you know, coming in, in a certain direction so that it's, you know, always at one team's back. Is it going to be something like that? No, it's not. So the, I got to do this so that you guys can see. So the, the bill stadium, Highmark stadium is kind of like set like this a bit. It, it's definitely more like a, like a, like Northwest to Southeast, um, like there's a, like a, a Northwest end zone and a Southeast end zone. And the wind is going to be coming from uh, west-southwest. So it will very much be a crosswind kind of going in one way, you know, at the same time, but more crosswind than it will be towards a certain direction. So not ideal for either team. Um, it's just, yeah, it's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be fun. <laughs> William says, I've seen it snow twice in 27 years in Texas. I didn't say it snows a lot here. It does not snow a lot here. It just, it can get really, really frigidly cold. Robert says, Chris, I'm in Louisiana. We know, Hey, I understand that. And and people who have lived in the South for any length of time will know that it can actually get cold here. Just a lot of people, um, Christopher Gallagher says, I hope we don't get an ice storm in Rockwall. I hope we don't get anything when it comes to ice in North Texas, because again, and that's all we get here when we do, um, is usually it's ice storms when we do get winter weather and it's not, it, it sucks. Um, let's see. Yeah. Spice creation says it's going to uh, have a freeze here in Texas Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. I showed that I actually showed the weather up here. Um, it's, it's going to be cold, man. It's going to be really cold. All right. Mike Rosenthal, what are the odds? Uh, we get the pleasure of seeing Brad wing clearly Presley is a liability and wing is here for a reason. I'm, I'm, I'm before I go ahead and just make what like jump to a conclusion. I do want to see the injury report from today. Uh, it has not come out yet that I, that I've seen so far. Um, yeah, still don't, I still haven't seen it come across. And so, um, I'm curious to see if they list Presley Harvin on the injury report. If he does not show up on the injury report, it is a very interesting signing. And I do think it is a signing that um, uh, definitely sends a message to Harvin like we are not satisfied and and nor nor should they be. Uh, Three of the last four games, he has just not been good. He's averaged barely 40 yards a punt. Uh, in 15, so I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Seattle game out because he punted only one time in that game. And it was a 46 yard punt. It was a, it was a decent punt, but he only had to punt one time in that game. But the other three of the last four games, he punted a total of 15 times, barely averaged 40 yards a punt. And only four of those ended up inside the 20. So it's, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a rough stretch and put that rough stretch 
at the end of, again, a wildly inconsistent season. Had some really good punts at some moments. And then when they need a, when they, most of the time when they need a punt, he shanks one, or it's just a very underwhelming punt. It's just like, yeah, I'm, it's, it's, and after three years, I think that's, I think it's enough. I think after three years, you're like, okay, you've had all the chances in the world. You know, it happens, you know, during his rookie season, you know, went through a lot of personal issues, um, uh, it, you know, a lot of off the field, uh, uh, you know, trauma in, in, you know, and during his rookie season, that's one thing. Um, the following two seasons, you continue to have those inconsistencies. Um, yeah. And especially when you look at a game like this, Crystal Crystal brings this up. Field position is everything with this team. It will be everything in this game. Every yard will matter in a game like this because, and Christopher brings it up here, it's terrible and bad weather. And the, the game against the Ravens was a perfect example of it. Their punter didn't have any issues. You know, he punted a, a he had a few different um really good punts, like way better than I ever expected in that kind of weather. Um, and I think that was kind of like you know, stark difference. Like Harvin's barely doing anything, and their their guys like having no issues. Um so yeah, yeah, Mark, it's year it's year three. Yep. He was drafted in the seventh round in 2021. Um, so yeah, it's been three years now with Harvin. So um, yeah, Frank coming through, hit the like button, people. Thank you guys. Got 126 in here right now. It's pretty good. Uh, you know, for this point in the show, usually it grows as the, as the show goes on. Uh, so yeah, definitely hit the like you, if you're in here, hit the like button for us. Uh, every like, every subscribe, every membership, every little bit of everything always helps the show grow. Uh, so we are really appreciative, man. Um, Alex asked, uh, the, the Bills were a loss to Miami away from being the seventh seed. Why is everyone predicting a blowout? Do you think that affects the Bills Steelers players? I don't think that's going to affect the players. I think the main reason why you're seeing like a lot of people predicting a blowout or a lot of people or, or the line, the line just moved up again. It's up to minus 10 now um, or the spread, not the line. The spread is now up to minus 10. Um that that's especially for a game that that you're expecting the elements to be bad that really is kind of surprising to me but i really do think that the big thing and we talked about it yesterday is tj watt b- being out it's no secret that the, that the steelers don't win when tj watt doesn't play he the, the, this team is 1 in 10 when he doesn't play um that's that's not a that's not a coincidence you know and so i think um the the volatility when it comes to the steelers yes they've looked a lot better over these three games but i think the national especially when it comes to like like when vegas is setting you know betting lines and, and spreads and stuff like that they need to see more than just three games to think oh well mason rudolph is definitely that guy and this offense has definitely had it figured out and then you also add in the fact that, hey, their best player is missing. Um, yeah. Uh, Swan helping us out here. It says Stadium Corey just reported that it was a good practice. Uh, I'm like, like I said, everybody check out the Steelers feed. He's going to be putting stuff in the feed for sure. Um, yeah. So we're, we're going to have everything from the practice there. Once, once the injury report comes out, that'll be in there too. Um, yeah. So it'll, uh, 
It'll be good, man. Check out the feed for sure. We have everything in there. We have a lot of stuff in there, including actually we're speaking to TJ Watt. The NFL PA all pro team came out and TJ Watt did not make it. That is voted on by the players, not voted on by voters or fans or anything like that. That is voted on by the players. Uh, Miles Garrett and Max Crosby were the edge rushers in, in the NFL uh, NFL PA uh, all pro team. That to me is, is shocking when PFF doesn't have Watt in there. I'm kind of like, all right, well, they're obsessed with analytics. They're obsessed with the pass rush win rate and everything like that. Um, yeah. Dar- Darren says, and, and honestly brings it up too. Uh, this is no Watt and no Parsons. Parsons is the other one too. To me, the two best r- edge rushers in the game, in my opinion, are Watt and Parsons. In my opinion. Micah Parsons, you think TJ Watt's bad. Micah Parsons gets held more often than TJ Watt and literally never gets it called. Never gets it called. Watt, at least every now and then, not nearly enough, nowhere near enough, but every now and then gets it called. Micah Parsons literally does not ever get it called. Ever. And actually, I had I was having a car. I was I was over at uh, uh during the holidays uh, during the holiday season during the Christmas holiday. Um, I was over at uh my my wife's family's house, and I was uh, talking with my brother in law, and uh, we were having this conversation. Darren brings up no respect for off ball uh, pa- uh pass rushers, um, uh, but I, I'm I'm just in terms of talking about edge rushers. I I just said I would really love to see the NFL just let loose and literally call every little bit of holding. By the way, if you can hear that in the background, my dog is drinking water very, very loudly. I can hear it and I've got like headphones in and everything like that. So I'm sorry if you can hear that. Um, Jeez, Fergus, you are the loudest drinker in the world. (laughs) But uh, I, uh, you're a good dog though. You're a good dog. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Darren enthusiastic drink. I don't know what it is. Not only is he loud, he then will do laps around my kitchen after he's drank and literally just drip that water every, everywhere. Um, dang Swan just freaking going after the beer drinkers in Pittsburgh. Is it? I see lighter water. Same thing. Dang. Uh, yeah, well, I can't disagree with you. I'm not an IC light fan at all. It was not, it was not good. Uh, that's okay. Everybody's got their own palates. Um, so, but yeah, I was like, I just, I would love to see this league really like give the advantage to these edge rushers. And then we can really see who really gets held the most. Then we can really see who really does have the best, uh, ability to get to the quarterback where they then have the advantage instead of the offense, but they, that will, that won't happen because the NFL does everything that they can to favor offense over defense. And like, I'm saying that as being more of an offensive minded person, I tend to favor offense more than defense. And I have no problem saying that this league goes way out of its way to, to favor offense over defense. And it's, uh, it's, it's terrible. Uh, Joe vlog says golden retrievers are awesome. Yes, they are. That dog is the most patient dog I have ever, I've ever seen. My kids are all over him all the time. I have to constantly tell them he is not a horse. He's a dog. Don't get on his back. Like, like, like golden retrievers as they get older, tend to have back and hip issues. Like, please let him live a, a, a nice lengthy life. 
and he just lets him do it. Like he doesn't care. He just he just loves the attention, and it's just it's phenomenal. Like he's he's such a good dog. Um, so, but yeah, I I I would love to see that. It's not going to happen. Um, because like I said, this this league goes way out of its way to, um, to favor offense, and it's ridiculous. And so yeah, neither TJ Watt or Micah Parsons making it is is, is a joke, really. Um, especially Max Crosby. I can understand Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, for all the, I think the hate towards Miles Garrett isn't necessarily towards the player. Granted, he's done you know some things that will make people like not like him, but I think the the hate with Miles Garrett is more geared toward PFF making him this. He's a god among edge rushers, and everybody else is beneath him. And I think that's where the the disdain kind of comes from. It's kind of like you know for wrestling fans that were didn't want to have John Cena shoved down their throat in the mid to late two thousands. And so then you ended up having a section of the fan base that hated John Cena only because it wasn't because they actually didn't like John Cena. It was the fact that they were tired of getting him shoved down their throat. It's kind of the same. I, I kind of have the, the same thing uh, or same theory, I guess. Uh, Swan asked, do we know the refs yet? I have personally haven't seen uh, the crew yet. If it's been announced. Um, so, uh, Frankie asked, do you think the Steelers flipped a switch come Sunday? Um, I think Sunday is going to be a bit of a, and pun intended here, but a bit of a wild card. Uh, the reason why I say that is just because this weather is going to be the ultimate. Uh, it's going to be the ultimate X factor here. It's going to be, um, it's, it, it will even everything out. Because if they, if teams are going to have a hard time throwing the football, if the winds really are going to end up being that bad, if it's 20 to 30 mile an hour winds with potentially 50 mile an hour gusts, like Warren Sharp was talking about, then it's going to be a, a game in which teams are going to have a really tough time throwing the ball. Kicking field goals is going to become way like, and, and Chris Boswell is, you know, one of the best in the league right now. And, you know, Buffalo's kicker is pretty good too, but, you're not talking about getting to the 35 yard line and saying, Oh, we're, we're definitely in Boswell territory now. Like, no, you've got to get a lot closer in order to make sure to really kind of give yourself a legitimate shot. If the wind is that bad, um, it will affect the throw the, the passing game. And that goes for both teams. And so then you kind of go on, okay, well, who can run the, run the football better. There are two completely different teams when it comes to how they run the football. Steelers are all about the one, two punch with Najee Harrison, Jalen Warren. The bills are all about, you know, James Cook and then Josh Allen, you know, having some design runs, you know, running with improvisation. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be. This weather is going to be really, really interesting to me and how how it kind of levels the playing field a little bit. And then how can each offense try to navigate through those elements? And I think the Steelers are a little bit better equipped for that. Uh, with their style of play, but I'm not taking anything away from the Bills either, but just because they can run the football. Um, and Josh Allen is a part of that. Chris says Josh Allen turns the ball over. Yes, he does. Uh, I'm not denying that. And but but the big thing is is that okay, <clears throat> if Josh Allen throws a couple picks, or even uh, James Cook, <clears throat> excuse me, for for as good as a running back as he is, he fumbles. How do the Steelers make them pay for it? You know, Steelers need to be able to do that. They need to be able to take it, take advantage of every uh, opportunity that, that the Bills give them. 
you know, that means turning every every turnover into points. If they don't do that, if they have three takeaways and they only generate three points off of it, that's not good enough. You're not gonna that that to me is not doing anything when it comes to that. Pick six will obviously help. <laughs> Pick sixes will always help. Um I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, it's so... Uh, hold on a second. There was a, oh, yeah. Uh, Spice Creation says, yeah, uh, you know, Cam said they're built for that kind of weather. I do. I, I, I agree with that. The Steelers are built for for this type of a game. Um, Joe Vlog says Tomlin's going to pull off an ugly win in Buffalo. Listen, like again, the weather really I think does level the playing field a little bit when it comes to and, and tilts it a little bit back into the Steelers' favor. I really do. Do I think the Steelers are going to win? I'm not going to make my prediction yet. I'm just saying I think it. I think it levels the playing field more and gives the Steelers a better chance to win. But it doesn't necessarily mean because who knows if for whatever reason we get to, you know, here in a couple of days, we might be talking on Friday and all of a sudden the forecast doesn't look nearly as daunting. It could be a completely different story. So. Uh, Crystal says, uh, I think the Bills tight ends will be the X factor. Do not put these inside linebackers on an island. Allen is throwing period. Uh, I would assume that and 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 no matter what the weather is, the Steelers are going to have to prepare for Allen to throw the football. And yes, Dalton Kincaid. And yes, Dawson Knox, I won't take anything away from him. But Dalton Kincaid is the guy who will tear this defense apart if they do not properly account for him. Stephon Diggs will probably end up having some catches here and there. Um, I trust Joey Porter Jr. on him more than I would trust any of the inside linebackers trying to cover Dalton Kincaid. Um, yeah, Steelers freak says linebackers on Bill's tight ends will be an issue. It will be an issue if they do that. I would think that you need to have a safety, uh, on them at all times. Uh, I like, I would find, I'd be fine with, with any of them. If Minka plays, I'd be fine with Minka KZ or Eric Rowe. Um, but I think I don't want to completely take Minka away and put him on one of the tight ends all the time. I would rather have, uh, I would rather him, you know, be able to play center field at times, play, you know, in the box at times, be able to kind of go all over the place. I would just rather, I would rather either Eric Rowe or Devontae Casey be that guy. But yeah, they've got to have safeties on the tight ends more often, uh, more often than not, for sure. Um, yeah, Swan says play three safeties and put one, uh, put one of them on the tight end. That's one way to go about it, and I think that is probably the best way, but then you start thinking about the effects of that. If you have three safeties, that means you're either one less corner or one less uh, linebacker. You go one less linebacker, now you're opening yourself up to get gashed in the ground game. Uh, You go one less corner, now you're opening yourself up to, especially if Gabe Davis plays, to being you know really, really, uh, really, for lack of a better word, slaughtered uh, through, you know, big time passes from Josh Allen to either Stefan Diggs or Gabe Davis, or uh, I can't remember the name of their slot receiver, but um, uh, another really good dude. Um, but yeah, I, th- and that's why I'm saying like, if the weather can at least kind of neutralize the deep game, 
and throwing the ball deep, then I, I really I, I'm curious to see how how that fits into the Steelers' favor. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. Shakir, yeah, thank you, thank you, Matt Shakir. Yeah, I I, I knew. It's one of those things where you can see the guy, you can almost picture the, the the name on the back of the jersey, but for whatever reason, the name doesn't come to your mind. And the thing is that I was just doing my next opponent homework on 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 the team too, so it's kind of funny. Like I was just looking at the roster and everything like that, and still couldn't think of it. That just goes how bad it goes to show, and is proof of how bad my short term memory is. Uh, Matt Hyde asks, uh, "What's the status of Gabe Davis?" Well. So the, the Bills have already come out with their injury report for the day. They did put on there that it was a walkthrough practice, so it wasn't a full practice for them. Um, and Gabe Davis was a was a DNP. He he was listed as a as if he did not practice today. Now that's them not doing a full practice. So kind of take it with a grain of salt right now. I think Thursday is going to be a much much more. Um, telling day when it comes to his status. If they run a full practice, which I would assume they would since they did a walkthrough today, uh, and he shows up as a full participant, I think it's a really good sign that he'll play. Um, If he's limited, then it's definitely worth watching on Friday. If he's another DNP, then Friday is going to be the day that really, really kind of shows that. Christopher Galloway asks, what's the status of Keanu Neal? I would love to know that as well. Man, uh, I actually got this uh, question in live cues yesterday, and uh, I, I really don't mean for it to be a, like sound like a cop out or anything like that. But uh, I'm not on the beat anymore. Uh, obviously, I can't I can't pretend to do beat work from 1,200 miles away. Um, so I really don't know. If I were there, I might be able to figure it out. You know, you know, through through talking with people on the south side and, and stuff like that. Um, I, I just, I really don't know. I have, I think that's, that's a mystery to a lot of people right now. I have no idea what's going on, going on with Keanu Neal. Um, he's been on IR. There's been no activation here. So I, I would assume, uh, I would assume he's kind of, he's just out and yeah. Uh, Sewers freak. I hope Roberts, uh, is close to hundred percent. I wouldn't say he's, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that he's close, but he's probably closer than he was last week. Um, I would still expect for him to be uh, limited a little bit in terms of his um, how often he plays, how many snaps he logs in the game. Um, I think that's why you like that want to come. That's why a lot matters on what Miles Jack and Michael Walker and those guys do. Um, but I, I think he will play um hopefully a little bit more than he was able to play against Baltimore but I still think he's going to be less at less than 100 percent um the rest of the way no matter how many more games the Steelers play this uh this season um let's see here um let me get to it we got five minutes left man this this show has really flown by today man um yeah Mark says Bills have two good tight ends yes they do I think Kincaid is the more dangerous one, but Dawson Knox is, is is a really good one too. They really do have a really good one-two punch at, at tight end. Really, really good. William says KZ is back. Yes, he is. He is back. Activated and everything from suspension. Um, you know, good to, good to see. Um, Philip with an interesting stat here. Steelers are seven and zero when Najee scores a season. Listen, I think if the Steelers are going to have. Um, uh, I, th- I think that if the Steelers are going to have a chance to win this game, it's going to be through running the football. Uh, and it's not just 
obviously they need, they'll need to finish drives as well, but it really is about keeping that Bills offense on the sideline and keeping the Steelers defense fresh. Um, Josh Allen can't hurt you if he's holding this helmet on the sideline. Um, so yeah, I, uh, yeah, it's going to be thrown in the football. That's going to be the way to do it. And, uh, this bill's defense has given up 4.6 yards per carry. Um, yeah, they can do it, man. They, they can do it. Um, so let's see here. William says you made it fun, Chris. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. It's not always easy flying solo on this, especially because there. I feel like there's a lot of times where I'm erring and umming my way through it, and I don't like doing that. Uh, Joe Vlog says or ask, "What, well, Chris? What's your take on Tomlin stepping down if we lose?" I say I'll believe it when I, I'll believe it whenever I see it. Uh, I know there's you know report. I'm not trying to question Adam Schefter at all here because uh, he's the one who who came out with that report. Um, I'm I'm really not because it's not my job to and I don't and I don't like questioning guys. By the way, if you haven't grabbed one yet, Crystal just gifted uh, five memberships. Grab one uh, if you can, man. Uh, appreciate it, Crystal. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. So uh, I yeah I'll believe it whenever I see it. Listen, I, I know he's got a year on on the on, on his deal. Uh, one year left on his deal. I, I do not think uh, Tomlin's going anywhere. Uh, I don't. Uh, I know, like Colin Coward, also had his um, had his you know take on it. You know, saying that you know a lot of times coaches will, especially after you know franchise quarterback leaves and everything like that, that they're you know sometimes they just want to take it take a breather. Um, and and you know Tomlin's earned it. I mean, he's been coaching for a long time now. He's won a Super Bowl. He's been to another one. He's won a lot of regular season games. Um, yeah, I, I just, um, yeah. And Bob, Bob kind of says it here. Tomlin said not that long ago, I had the best job in professional sports. I don't, I don't see him going anywhere. And listen for a lot of people that like kind of, kind of think, and I think they kind of say this stuff in the national media, just because they almost want it to come true because I do know, and, and, and I'm not saying this because I need to talk to any kind of executives or anything like that at networks or stuff like that that if Mike Tomlin were to stop coaching, he would be the hottest free agent in terms of somebody trying to get him to be an analyst uh, or a pundit or whatever on their show. Absolutely, man. Mike Tomlin is phenomenal behind the podium. He would be phenomenal, um, you know, behind the CBS desk or the Fox desk or anything like that. He would be phenomenal. He'd be entertaining uh, as, as, as anybody else. Um, But People don't understand. They really don't understand unless they've really been around Mike Tomlin for any kind of length of time. And I can tell you right now, uh, for the one season that I did cover this team, I can tell you right now that Mike Tomlin is the biggest football junkie I've ever seen in my life. And I, when, I, when I say football junkie, I mean football junkie. That dude cannot get enough football. He loves football. Um, yeah, I, 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 I've never seen anybody love football more than Mike Tomlin, man. Uh, I, yeah, I have, I have a hard time thinking he would, he would step down. I really do. So I'll believe it whenever I see it. I, I mean, never say never, you know, I, I'm not going to try to do the Mike Tomlin thing there and say, never say never, but never. Uh, but uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. And, and, and Darren and Crystal kind of bring this up. Yeah. Uh, the agent could be playing a little bit of a game. there, trying to get some stuff out there to try to leverage some money. Yeah. That's uh that's very realistic and and uh and kudos to you guys for for pointing that out. Uh because agents do that too. Agents job is to get is to get their clients paid. And uh Mike Tomlin coming up on, you know, the last year of his contract after this season, 
He's going to be looking to get another contract and get paid in doing so. So, um, yeah. So, all right. Well, I think, uh, you know, we're at, we're at, uh, at, you know, 30 minutes now. So, uh, I'll probably go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, uh, for, uh, for watching and for, uh, helping, uh, <laughs> Bob, saying, oh my God. Bob says, good job today, dude. You're like a single parent here reading while you're talking to us. It's not an easy task. No, it's not. I am not good at walking and chewing gum at the same time. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I'll be reading something and also trying to answer something while my kids are trying to talk to me or while my wife's trying to talk to me and I'll end up saying something that I'm reading or I'll end up, I'll, I'll hear my wife say something she didn't actually say because I'm too busy reading. So it, it'll, my brain gets easily discombobulated. So I uh, appreciate you guys tuning in uh, for, for bringing your questions, bringing your comments. Um, we will definitely be talking more obviously about this game. I uh, don't know what this, I don't know if the Steelers are going to practice at their stadium again tomorrow. Uh, if they do, I'll probably be solo on here again. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see, um, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, uh, going, going forward. Uh, hopefully Corey can be here. Uh, it's obviously a little bit better when he's here because we get to, we get to, uh, converse, uh, to, you know, not only with each other, but with you guys, he brings the latest coming from the South side. So since we didn't have more news today, definitely make sure you check out the, the feed on DK If you don't have the, uh, if you don't have the app, download the app. It's free. You don't even have to have a membership to read the stuff on the feed or to read any of the content. My chalk talks are on there. Corey's work for, is on there. Uh, Matt Williamson's war room stuff, DK's columns, all the stuff, man. We got Steelers coverage for you out the wazoo. I don't know what a wazoo is, but it's out of the wazoo. We got all that all that coverage for you. Um, uh, Mark asks, is it time to walk the dog? No, it's time to go get my kids from school. That's what time it is. Uh, dog will, uh, dogs played outside a little bit today and he'll, he'll go for a walk later today. He's look, he knows I'm talking about him. He's looking at me right now. <laughs> Love that dog. All right. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow to quote the great Michael Scott. I'll catch you guys on the flippity flip. <laughs>